everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What the Chell, your friendly neighborhood non-misogynistic hockey podcast. We are your hostesses. I'm Haley. And I'm Natalia. And hopefully we are coming at you in high-definition audio this time, because we are podcast professionals now, and we have microphones. The day has finally arrived. We can say goodbye to Facebook notifications in the background, and pen clicking, and me playing with my AirPods case the entire episode. Thank you for sticking with us, guys. We appreciate it. (laughs) New year, new mics. We're here for it. We're super excited to jump into today's episode. I feel like we say this every week, but there's a whole lot going on in the world of hockey. Mm -hmm. So we're going to just delve into a few of our highlights of the week, starting with the biggest news of all, which I've been desperately awaiting the opportunity to share. Yeah. Are you going to let me spill it? Can I spill it? Yeah, you can spill it. Haley's coming in March. Woohoo! We are officially meeting. It'll be a day in what the tell history. I'm so excited. I get to give you the biggest hug ever in only 62 days, and I cannot wait. I I feel like it's insane to me that a couple months ago we didn't know each other, and now we're, like, getting to count down the days until we get to meet in person. I'm not going to get emotional. It's too le- too <laughs> early on in the podcast for that. But um, oh, there may – they may – they – wow. <laughs> You've got me all speechless, girlfriend. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Just too many emotions to learn how to talk. But I'm very, very excited to have you here, and I can't wait till we get to record an episode in the same room. That'll be very exciting. (gasps) So exciting. We're going to go to a Ducks game, our first hockey game together. I think I've officially made Haley a Ducks fan. You've 100% turned me into a (laughs) Ducks fan. Mission accomplished. She just doesn't shut up about the Ducks, and so I've kind of become a fan by proxy, and I'm totally okay with it. (laughs) Even though they suck, they're all amazing people, and they're just a fun team. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) Speaking of the Ducks. Speaking of the Ducks, and other Ducks news... The Ducks and the Make-A-Wish Foundation teamed up last week to make 12-year-old Jackson Lewis Rodriguez's dreams come true. Jackson, who has a serious heart condition, was signed to a two-day contract with the Ducks. And over those two days, he had the opportunity to not only practice with the team, but also hang out with a few of them in Newport Beach, and then talk about it all on the news in LA. So he's just a superstar. We love to see that. 12 years old, and he's spending the day with professional hockey players and then being on the news like what a day and then he got a tailor-made stick cut just for him and he got to lead the team out on the ice um and he's a really good skater he's a very confident skater he was skating out like an old pro leading them onto the ice and then he got to skate out with uh goalie john gibson to um when he got his his three stars award and he skated over to the glass and he passed his stick through the glass like he's an NHL superstar and it was just absolutely adorable. He's such a champ. We could honestly use a kid like him on the team right now. So <laughs> um <laughs> kind of mad that the contract was only for two days. I won't lie. Um, I think my favorite thing about this entire story was that they created dude shirts for him, like the one that they made for Zegris last season, and um, a few of the players wore those to the pre-game arrival photo shoot, 
which I just think was super cool. It was a great homage to um, Jackson, and I think those were super cool. I kind of wish they sold them. I would That's... definitely, definitely buy one. Yeah, for sure. That's so cute. I it bet he felt adorable. so special seeing his face on people like NHL players walking in to oh, the I arena. Know. Like that's got to be such a such a special surreal feeling for him. 100%. I feel like that that had to be a really cool moment for him. Um I think coming from a more sentimental place, seeing the way that his presence shifted the energy with that team last week just goes to show you that he's such a special young man. Mm-hmm. Um I know we saw Dallas Aikens getting choked up in post-game media, and um, I think you could just see the profound impact that he had on the Ducks as a whole. Um, we even pulled out a win <laughs> with him in the building. I know. So, How um, perfect. I, I think, you know, he's just a great, great kid, and we wish him all the best in his fight. Yeah, he's wonderful. Hopefully we'll see you on the ice one day again. I sure hope that's soon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Moving on to our second piece of news, we just want to talk about Chris Letang. Um, He has he has been going through it, honestly, Um, and we just so admire his resilience and his strength. Um, He survived a stroke on November twenty eighth, and then he was back practicing ten days later and playing on. December 10th, which is less than two weeks later, which is just an insane recovery time and shows how much he really wanted to be back in the game. Yeah. I mean, I think when you look at the fact that this is not his first stroke, um, it just is a perfect example of how elite the athletes in the NHL are and honestly just their insane persistence. Um, They're they're such fighters all of them Mm -hmm. Um, they want to be there so badly they fought to be there um and they continue to do that regardless of what's going on in their lives and i just think that's so inspiring yeah and and really admirable yeah and not only did he have his own health problems um very very tragically his father passed away um so he's been out of play right now he's been with his family in montreal but just from what we've seen from Latang, you know, we know that he'll be back as soon as he can be and as soon as he yeah. feels ready and he'll be better than ever, I think. And we just he's just such an inspiration to be able to survive all of that, go through all those emotions and turmoil and still be able to come back. Yeah, one hundred percent. We just we wish him all the best. Yeah, we do. He's he's awesome. He's good. And in other penguins news the very anticlimactic winter classic recap <laughs> could not have said that with a straighter face if i tried no the uh the bruins did end up winning 2 to 1 it was actually kind of exciting in the third period but the rest <laughs> of the game was so boring i mean it I, was just i have to admit <laughs> i started watching the game um Definitely did not make it past the first period. <laughs> um, so the highlights for me were pretty much the cool jerseys. Um, basically, the cool outfits in general, because they're in, at their entrance fits were fire. Oh, I um, loved the vintage baseball. That was, that was such a fun idea. 
I, I honestly feel like that was the highlight of the game for me, other than that adorable Mass Mutual commercial with McAvoy and his dad. <laughs> oh, it was so sweet. That was really, really cute. So I don't know how much else I have to add to this conversation, but um, go watch that commercial because it was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it was kind of a slow game. Uh, really, I guess it was just too even of a matchup where it was just they were just playing – they just couldn't get anything going on offense. I don't know. I mean, great showing by the goalies. They blocked a ton of shots. <laughs> uh, I feel like that brings up the general question of whether or of how you feel about the announcement of the next year's Winter Classic and the teams that are playing. Because um, originally, I wasn't super thrilled about it. I don't feel any particular way about the Kraken or the Golden Knights. Yeah. Um. I know Vegas has played in an outdoor game before, but after seeing the game fall so flat, I feel like I really can't be mad about the fact that we're shaking it up with two new teams at a Winter Classic. I think it'll be really interesting to have the two newest teams in the league playing each other in the Winter Classic. Like, maybe that'll bring some more kind of excitement and dynamics to it that it hasn't previously had. Um so I think I'm I'm excited to watch it. I think it'll be really hopefully a more exciting game. I mean, obviously, we don't know how the teams are going to be performing next year, but yeah, that's true. That's true. Hopefully, I, I think just having those younger teams will bring like a younger energy to the game. Yeah, I mean, I think I you can't go wrong with like the Boston's and the Penguins and the, the Boston's and the, the Boston's <laughs> the Boston's and the Penguins. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> um but it's getting kind of old like I think there's so many outdoor games now that they've kind of lost their appeal yeah because we have like the heritage classic and the stadium series and yeah there's just so we have to find a way to shake it up otherwise it's just gonna be people are just gonna be over it and it's gonna be the same type of thing where the game keeps falling flat yeah so I guess I can't be too upset about it yeah the Bruins did pull out the win um all thanks to DeBrusque. He scored the only two goals for the team. So he's the real MVP. Um, <laughs> this was his 14th career two-goal game. So good for him. Seems like he's doing pretty well over there. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> keeping it interesting, Jake DeBrusque. <laughs> I was fully just in let me have this on in the background while I read my book mode um, <laughs> until DeBrus scored the first time. And then I was like, okay, now it's a little more exciting. Let me start paying attention. <laughs> Speaking of, um, I guess we're flipping the tables a little bit because we had the IHF World Juniors and that was anything but a boring tournament. Woo, there was, was a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, we're going to spare you and we're not going to go into depth for the sake of time but what we can say is that the usa won bronze czechia won silver canada won gold and Connor bedard won our hearts <laughs> end of story <laughs> absolutely we could probably gush about him for this entire episode but we'll spare you a little bit um there are just some statistics that we have yeah. to share because they're just so impressive that it, it wouldn't be a proper hockey podcast if we didn't. He, he is, I've heard our friends over at Late Arrivals podcast say this a million times. He <laughs> is a true generational talent. 
Yes. Like, like he yes. is like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of kid. So, get this. In his seven World Junior Games, seven, he broke the record for most goals and most points of all time by a Canadian player at the WJC. He tied Canada's single-game point record and was named the MVP of the whole tournament. I mean, he's just on fire. He's incredible to watch. If you have not, if you didn't get the chance to watch the IIHF or you haven't seen him play, just look up some highlight reels or something because he's in all of them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just incredible. And he's so humble about it. Oh my goodness, I know. I mean, he's, what, 17? I think, yeah. Yeah, and in so. um, in um, post-game interviews yesterday, he was asked about yeah, his... 17. Okay, he's 17. In his post-game interviews yesterday, he was asked about his performance, um, and he responded, and I have the actual quote, he said, I don't want to talk about me. We're not talking about me. We just won the biggest tournament in the world. I love this team. I love this country my heart like what 17 year old is like I don't, I'm not gonna talk about me I just had the best game of my life but we're not gonna talk about it I don't know who's gonna get the chance to draft him cough cough really really hope it's the ducks more on that <laughs> later <laughs> but holy moly whoever does is getting such a good one yeah. because beyond being such an elite athlete on the ice the fact that he turns around and is just so beyond humble yeah. I, like, you've got the whole NHL package right there, honestly. I am so excited to find out where he goes and to get to see him in action next year. Yeah. In the I pros. Think wherever he goes, regardless of, he, of whether he comes to the Ducks or not, I cannot wait to watch that kid play in the NHL. Yeah. Whatever team he ends up on might have to become another team I follow just so that I can see how he does <laughs> oh my goodness okay I, well hopefully it's the ducks so that I can like I, let's just hope it's the ducks so I already am following <laughs> do I need a third team probably not <laughs> would I adopt a third team solely for Connor Bedard probably <laughs> um but, but honestly there there were so many hard-fought wins all around throughout this tournament. Yeah. Everybody played with so much heart. Um, and I think it just goes to show you how exciting things are about to get in terms of the NHL and yeah. hockey in general. Yeah. Because there's just so much talent in that pipeline. Um, it just goes to show you how, how deep this draft is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was really, really fun to watch these kids. And I think the future of hockey is looking really, really, really bright. Yeah, absolutely incredible kids in the World Juniors. And congrats to Canada for winning gold. Congrats, Czechia. And congrats, Team USA. I mean, yeah, you yeah, guys all absolutely. killed it. Absolutely. All right. All right. <laughs> we are going to jump from our news to our favorite segment of the week our silly little hockey topic which this week is pretty silly and little you know we're just gonna ramble a bit yeah I we were talking about this the other day and um we kind of thought that it might make a fun episode even though it's not the first episode of the year um but we were just chatting about our favorite hockey moments of 2022 um just general like resolutions for our teams and I guess optimistic wishes as well um I think 
it's a great way to kind of kick off the new year. So I'm excited to dive on into this one. Yeah, me too. And even though it's not our first episode of the year, it's still January. It's close enough. <laughs> yeah, it counts. It counts. It's fine. We're only a week in. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start with our uh, favorite hockey moments of 2022, um, starting with our favorite our, our most memorable moment as fans. Um, so my favorite moment as fans um, in April, I got to go to a Caps game on my birthday, which was a lot of fun. My husband surprised me with tickets uh, and I got to sit in the lower bowl for the first time. Which was so much fun. I'd previously only sat in the nosebleeds away up in the 400s. And so Aaron surprised me with, with tickets in the lower bowl for my birthday. We were probably, I want to say, 15, 20 rows off the oh class, which was the closest I had ever been. And so that was really exciting. Um, we did end up losing in a shootout to the Leafs, which kind of sucks. But <laughs> it was still a lot of fun. I mean, I got I got to see a shootout, which is always – I love when I get to see a shootout because it's always just really fun to be there. I feel like we have, like, this kind of low-key bone to pick with the Leafs, like this unspoken <laughs> – I feel like we kind of keep picking at them every week. <laughs> we do, but who doesn't? True. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you what sitting in the lower bowl was like for you because I know it was such a different experience for me when I had the opportunity to do that. Did you feel like the pace was, like, more intense down there? Yeah, I feel like it was, it was, it was kind of harder to watch, honestly, because we were lower. I feel like I was having to, I feel, kind of felt like I was watching a tennis match, you know, like, head back and (laughs) forth the whole time. Um, Whereas when you're up in the nosebleeds, you kind of have a bird's eye view and you can see it all at once. So that was something to get used to, but it was really cool to be able to hear a lot more, like, when you're down yeah, there, you can hear 100%. a lot more of the the skates coming to a stop or, like, the puck hitting the boards or whatever. So that was that made it a really fun, unique experience. So I would definitely do it again. It was, it was really cool, but tickets were not cheap. Tickets are not <laughs> cheap for the Caps in the lower bowl, but was it was say, a lot of fun. Like, that's, like, the golden question. Like, where is the best seat to watch a game? I, I feel like I'm kind of indifferent, like – I, I don't mind sitting down lower, but I, I also don't hate on the nosebleeds. Like, I think they're a great place to sit. Like you said, you get the bird's eye view. Yeah, I honestly, the last game we went to, we kind of sat, um, we sat up in the in the 400s and the nosebleeds, but we were close to the, like, the wall, and we were kind of on where it starts to curve, kind okay. of on the edge there, so it was that was the best seats I think we've ever had. Like, it was just, you could really see everything. And we were on the end, which I have a thing about, like, end seats. I hate being in the middle of the you row. You like being on the aisle? Oh, you do yeah, like yeah, being yeah, on yeah, the yeah. aisle. We were on the aisle. I hate being, like, in the middle of the row. Because yeah, then if I have to get to up or something, I'm like, you're, like, <laughs> trying to get past all these people and stuff. So I think I honestly prefer higher up seats than being down in the in the lower bowl. I feel like at least in Honda Center, the like 300 level seating is fantastic. And I don't know because I haven't sat there recently, but they used to bring food to you. Oh. And like, that's the place to be. You get your own bathrooms. You get your own like, I think at least if I remember correctly, they used to have your own merch up there. Not that I buy merch frequently, but that's the place to be. Like in wow. Honda Center, the 300 section is it. 
Okay, that's but... our goal when I come visit. We're going to okay, get tickets deal. for the 300s. That sounds... Solely for the, the use of our own bathroom. Luxurious. <laughs> very, 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 <laughs> very luxurious. I think for me, jumping into my memorable moment, I feel like there's so many this year. And like 2022... Wow. What is going on with me today? It's the morning for you. <laughs> it is the morning. It's a little too early. I'm just waking up. Um, 2022. Why is it that? Why is that so hard to say? 2022 was a memorable <laughs> year for me as a hockey fan. Yeah, you had a lot of great experiences. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of really good ones, and I know I kind of touched on this last episode, but I think traveling to Nashville to see the Ducks and the Preds play back in March was a really cool experience. Um, it's just always been on my bucket list to visit Nashville and crossing Bridgestone Arena off my list of NHL arenas that I wanted to visit mm-hmm. was also very cool. Um, we lost so badly, like Aww. so badly. I don't even, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we scored a single, single goal. Oh, I think we may or may not have gotten shut out. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. fun Smashville is great. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, they didn't chirp us too bad, but um it was really fun that's such a great atmosphere to see a game in quite frankly so where were you sitting at bridgestone i you know what we had pretty good seats i like i don't think there's a really bad seat in the house in bridgestone and i don't remember what section we were in specifically but i know we were behind the ducks goal um and i think the seats were pretty reasonable if i remember correctly like i don't think we splurged too much but um nice honestly it was just it was a great atmosphere to be in the the music is always good it's bumping they're like blasting it from the speakers do Um, they play a lot of country music at bridgestone or do they um mix it up? they do and they don't they mix it up like they definitely play more country music than like the average nhl arena does um but i can't say i'm mad at it i like country music they're playing some bops yeah yeah when in nashville like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's really cool the way that it I'm not going to say the word Nashville strip like I did the other day because <laughs> I know that's not what it's called. But um, Broadway, Broadway, <laughs> Broadway. I love how the um, arena just spills right out right out onto Broadway. Yeah, um, it's in a really cool location. It's it's awesome. Like the vibes are just 100 percent at that arena. So I if you haven't seen a you've seen a game there. Yeah. No. Okay, I that's on the list now. Uh, yeah, I've seen the arena. I've seen the outside of the arena, but I, <laughs> we got to get you in. I've not been to one, so because I've, I've only been to Nashville twice. Once was in the summer, so they weren't playing. Right. The other was over Christmas. So I need to go at a time when they're actually uh, playing. My parents aren't big hockey fans, but they've been to a couple hockey games and they love it. Like, it's just, it's just fun for everyone whether you're not you're a huge fan so hopefully yeah, next time i go yeah. we can go to a game that'd be a lot of fun take me with you come with me anytime <laughs> <laughs> okay sounds good that's the next trip yeah next trip girls trip to nashville let the chill meet up in nashville <laughs> that'd be can so we fun speak that into existence wait that'd be a lot of fun we've been really good at speaking things into existence over the last couple of weeks we didn't even tell them the exciting thing we had happen to us i feel week. like if anybody who's listening to this knows us they know what happened because i haven't shut up about it 
But if they don't, we'll fill you in. Do we want to tell them now before we keep going? Okay, yeah, yeah. You you can tell them. I spelled the good news earlier, so you can spell this okay. one. Okay, so on, was it yesterday? No. Was it Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday, uh, January 4th, was Sarah Nurse's birthday. Happy birthday, girlfriend. Nat's checking to make sure we got this I'm right. It's been a blur sure. of a week. January 4th. Okay. Capricorn Jan- Queen. January 4th was Sarah Nurse's birthday. And we made her a little birthday shout out post and put it on our Instagram story. Follow us on Instagram at what the Chell Pod. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> and she liked it and replied to it and said, Thank you. Sarah Nurse knows who we are, people. Sarah Nurse was in our DMs. Yeah. She left us on red. <laughs> like, I can officially die happy now. <laughs> That's a momentous occasion. It's very exciting. We freaked out about it. Genuinely freaked out. We were on FaceTime and we were both just like completely speechless. (laughs) I'm still speechless. That's the real reason why I can't seem to figure out how to talk today. (laughs) (laughs) So very exciting. So Sarah, girl, please come on the podcast. We want to talk to you so bad. We really do. We really, really do. <laughs> okay, we can get okay. get off our rabbit trail. We just we had to share that. It's so so so. Exciting. It was very important. It is very important. Anything Sarah Nurse does is important. I agree. I agree. <laughs> okay. All right. We are going to talk favorite... about. Go okay. <laughs> we're we're going. Okay. Favorite play slash goal of twenty twenty two. Yeah. Uh, mine had to be Eric Gustafson's first career hat trick on December 17th. It was the very end of the year. Um, but I love seeing a hat trick, especially somebody's first hat trick. And I was there in person, which is just even better. Um, and it was a super hype atmosphere because he hadn't scored all season. And then all of a sudden he pulls out a hat trick out of nowhere. He's been like killing it ever since too. He has been on fire lately i feel like that's just what he needed like he needed that confidence that was like booster to be like okay i can play hockey like i can score goals now Aww. and we i love just Gus. i just love him i'm so glad the caps picked him up and i hope he stays with us for a long time because he's been a great addition in our our absence of players he's been a great addition to our team being able to play more with so many of our players being out 100 percent. so good for him it was a lot of fun to see i love that that's so exciting i think for me and like is it really an episode of what the child if i don't talk about trevor's egress probably not <laughs> um <laughs> it's gotta be him scoring the michigan style goal against montreal last january mm, um so good i have to say that the one he almost i mean he did score it he scored it against the wild mm-hmm. that would have been my favorite because i was there but it was overruled because it was offside uh, that's the worst way to get a goal overruled i hate it every time okay here's my golden question okay this will never actually happen but how would you feel if the nhl had a rule where goals counted even if they were offside just because they're like too cool to rescind <laughs> <laughs> You're, the goal counts because of style. Yeah. <laughs> I think it should have counted. I 
that would be nice, but the NHL is not cool enough to ever do that. <laughs> it counts in my heart. <laughs> it was a good, I mean, who doesn't love a good Michigan? Like, a Nobody su- Michigans like A Zegers. successful Michigan is just a thing of beauty. And you're Truly. so right. You're so Hang right. Hang it in the loaf. Nobody honestly. Michigan's like Zegras. <laughs> We're not shading Kreider. We promise. Maybe just a little bit. I saw a tweet that goes, it said, I don't, I wish I knew who said it. Maybe we'll put it on our stories. It said, a, okay. fail, a failed Michigan should be called an Ohio. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I don't know what all of the like hatred for Ohio is, but I kind of agree. Like I'm not... I don't understand the purpose of Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a, I mean, I've never been, so I can't like really speak on it, but I've heard from people. It's just a boring state. What does Ohio have to offer? Like, couldn't tell you. I know they have the Blue Jackets and Johnny Hockey for God knows what reason. (laughs) (laughs) That one I'll never, can we have Johnny Hockey on the podcast to explain to me what the purpose of going to Ohio is. Yeah, exactly. Hey, anyway. there's, there's a goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I uh, I love a good Michigan. Um, that's definitely my highlight of last yeah. year. <laughs> it's a good one. Honestly, I feel like if I hadn't seen Gus score his first hat trick, I might have had to fight you on putting a Michigan <laughs> on my favorite I would have thrown year. down. <laughs> I would have thrown down. All I'm saying is that I know where you're going to sleep for like a week in March. <laughs> I will throw down to have that as my number one. Not getting spicy today. I had to take the torch and getting spicy since you took it last time. <laughs> Pass the torch. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> all right jumping into our resolutions and very optimistic wishes um <laughs> we're just gonna focus on our teams because i think it would be a very very lengthy podcast if we focused on every single team in the nhl um yeah that would be <laughs> a little difficult just gonna jump into talking about the islanders um i think the resolution should be to let the kids play. Um, honestly, might be considered an optimistic wish at this point, too. <laughs> but um, we're like a super veteran heavy team. Our core has yeah. 10 skaters that are 30 or older. Holy um, cow. And I love Lou, Lou Lamarillo with my whole heart. But I just don't see him changing that anytime soon because he just has this, like, deeply rooted love for his OGs. Mm. And honestly, props to him for that, um, for for the most part. I kind of would love to see him move them. Um, but we've also got a new coach this year, um, and we have so many solid young players who just, like, aren't really getting the playing time they deserve. Um, and the playing time they quite literally need to develop. Um, yeah. And I feel like... We've seen it from other teams in the league where, like, the only way to build that chemistry is by letting the young kids play with the vets. Yeah, I'll jump in with that once you yeah, put a pin in that. I've just seen it on my team, so finish your thought, and then I'll jump in with the young kids playing with the vets. 100%. Yeah, I mean, like, you can see it. You can see it on the caps. You can see it in other teams. Yeah, um, yeah. I know we've started to see it with the Islanders a little bit because – 
we've had so many injuries this season. I'm assuming that's similar to the reason why that's happening with the Caps. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, But I just feel like we're slowly starting to see, see the team thrive because of it. And I'm hoping that it continues even when these players come back from injury. Yeah, um, we've seen – I mean, I've seen it on the Caps the with um, – well, first of all, just the bromance between Alex Ovechkin and Sonny Milano is just adorable. Oh, Ovi I is love like, Sonny. <laughs> Ovi is like Sonny's adopted dad, I think. It's just – he's always, like, messing with him. And last night they posted a video of Ovi made the whole team – uh, sing to him that's like I love you oh we're singing yeah we're singing <laughs> not not good at it but it was I just love it. it was so cute and we've seen Sonny play with a lot of the veterans he's been playing with Koozie a lot um, and it's just really cool to see the dynamic of an old pro with like a young kid just you know just yeah. in the league new in the league and just seeing that dynamic, it just brings a fresh energy to the team. I feel like it makes me so happy knowing that Sonny Milano ended up going to a team where he's just, like, wholeheartedly loved and respected because he deserves that. Yeah. If like, I had to let him go, I'm glad he went to the Caps. Yeah, he's <laughs> a phenomenal player. That was such a good pickup for us. I'm not crying. <laughs> I swear I'm not <laughs> crying. <laughs> um, before I move on... And let you chat about your resolution. I feel like I could have easily just made our resolution for the Islanders to let Oliver Wallstrom play in the freaking shootout. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think that the coaching staff of the New York Islanders is listening to this. But if they are, please, for the love of God, play Ollie. <laughs> please, 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 please. That's all I'm asking. Okay, the okay. floor is yours. Okay. Uh, my resolution as Caps fan is to get back to and keep a healthy roster. It has been a injury-heavy year for us this year um, with some of our old pros, Tom Wilson, Nicholas Backstrom, John Carlson, Connor Brown, and Carl Haglin are all out right now. Uh, Oshie just came back from being out for a couple of games. Um, and, like, we're playing fine without them because we've had some of those young guys be able to come in and play like uh, Sonny and Gus and um, a, a Obey Kubel. And, but it just, I want to see those OG lines and those OG players back in action. A lot of our guys that are, are out were part of the 2018 Stanley Cup champion team. And I want to mm. see them back. I want to, I want to see the dynamic of those old pros with the new guys that we picked up. And I also really miss a good Tom Wilson fight. Uh, (laughs) I just, I miss him. I miss seeing him play. I miss seeing him fight to the death to defend his teammates. Um, But this is what happens when your team's a retirement home. (laughs) They get hurt. (laughs) And uh, takes them a while to recover. So hopefully they'll be back soon. I feel like the Metro is one of those divisions where all the teams are just fighting for that top spot yeah and having the og players on your team again i feel like is enough to like set you over that edge to kind of become one of those like top players in the division again yeah if we can get the ov backstrom duo back on the ice again that's all you need ov will pass gretzky this season (laughs) yeah (laughs) honestly though honestly 
So fingers crossed. I know that Backstrom and Wilson are set to come back soonish. John Carlson's doing well. He's improving. So hopefully we we, we get them back soon. Fingers crossed. Okay. We've arrived at the point in the podcast when I'm going to gripe about the Ducks. <laughs> we all know for Ducks fans that there's a lot of resolutions for the Ducks. Yeah. And mine is going to sound so cliche and so boring. But we kind of just have to ride out the rebuild, y'all. Yeah. I mean, like, realistically speaking, it's the best thing we can do right now. Um, and I think when you look at the bigger picture of this team and you're not looking at like loss after loss after loss after loss no shade I promise. <laughs> um <laughs> there's a lot of like little glimmers of hope when it comes to this team mm-hmm. and those are like those little glimmers are things that add up to like a huge big change um we just had kind of have to keep embracing them yeah, and like, like taking it steps. day by day baby steps exactly um I like I look at this team and I'm like there is so much promise with our kids like the kids just keep getting better like I look at McTavish and he improves every game Mm -hmm. um I've been watching little hints of the IHF and our prospects look fantastic um and then there's just like kids on the goals who are really 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 close to being NHL ready if not already there like Lucas Um, Dostal oh I could I could have a whole episode about him too. He was when John Gibson was out. I mean, he was just he stepped really up to impressing. the plate. Yeah, he stepped up to the plate in every single way. And like the kid is so, I don't like I don't know what the word is. He's so like you're gonna have to fill in the word for me. My brain is not functioning. Um, <laughs> what's the word like when you're like good under pressure? Is that is there a word for that? I think it's just good under pressure. He's good under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I need a thesaurus when we record. Um, yeah, Dosi's just killing the game. I, I would love to see him up on the ducks more often, quite frankly. Yeah, um, I don't know why they sent him back to the goals. I really feel like they should have kept him. I mean, we have Stoli, um, who's like our backup tendy, and... I feel like the goals probably needed him down there, quite frankly. True. Like, we have true, been true. stealing all of their good players and bringing them up. <laughs> um, <laughs> the goals do kind of need a little bit of help down there. But um, hopefully next season we get to see a little bit of um, – a little bit more of Dosti. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like, you look at teams like Buffalo, and <sighs> they yeah. just show us what that kind of patience can do. Um, and I just – I feel like – we're going to get there so soon um, within like the next couple of seasons or so. I next feel like. season when you get Connor Bedard. When, when I get, yeah. <laughs> Since we're speaking things into existence. <laughs> when we get Connor Bedard. It's um, going to change the whole game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> speaking of optimistic wishes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're we're trying to be optimistic and hopeful for our teams this year. So, let's go from complaining to wishing them the best. <laughs> okay, like, and I, I feel like I'm spending a lot of time ragging on Lou. <laughs> but, like, if you know Lou, you know Lou. And this, like, really shouldn't be optimistic. But, um, 
we really have to make some like necessary changes to this lineup um which is like code for someone to play on the first line with barzell <laughs> like um we've basically stayed the same for like the last couple of seasons with the exception of losing eberly oh i miss him um and picking up parisi and palmieri who i love like i think those were great pickups um they're fantastic players i loved palmieri so much when he was on the ducks um and i totally get that we've had like playoff success with this roster but the metro is just too tough of a a division to keep everything as is yeah Um, i i feel like the metro has become so stacked lately like with the last year the rangers and the hurricanes just absolutely popping off in the playoffs and then this year it seems like devils the devils and the caps too are kind of on the upturn you know and so I feel like the Metro is just a hard division to play in and you have to like switch it up in yeah, order to, to keep up with the dynamics going on here. 100%. Like I think sometimes you just need to, it's a great roster. Like don't get me wrong. We're, we have such great players, but sometimes you just need to shake things up a little bit and mm-hmm. see what that does. Um, and I think now that we've locked Marzell in for such a long contract, this is like the next natural step. Like this is the season to do it. Um, and I hope it happens at the trade deadline because I think that that's what we need to make a deep run into the playoffs. Um, but if it doesn't, like it has to happen in the off season, like it just, it's, it's time. Yeah. You can't, you know, they say if it ain't broke, don't fix it, but it's kind of broke. So <laughs> it's time to fix it a little bit, just a little bit. It's just, a, yeah. you know, just it's, a, to... it's, it's like when, when your wire for your charger is, like, starting to fray, mm-hmm. and you just have to put the little bit of duct tape on it. Am I it's, making sense here? Yes, it's still working, but it just needs a little help. Yeah. Just needs It's just glitching the... every once in a while, and it needs to charge properly now. Exactly. Yeah. Great, great metaphor. I try. I love a good metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my optimate... Op- you're rubbing off on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> My optimistic wish for the Capitals um, is to actually win games in overtime. Um, or rather just stop going to overtime at all. It seems like we just, a lot of the time, we just can't keep a lead. Like, we're consistently, I don't want to say consistently, but if if we have a one-goal lead in the third period, we almost always blow it and have to go to overtime. And I know overtime is three on three, which which changes up the plays and the dynamics of the game some, but like it's still hockey. The goal is still to shoot the puck. And I'm not a player, so maybe somebody who plays is gonna be like, um, actually it's way different. And please correct me if I'm wrong. But it's still hockey. You're still trying to shoot the puck and it seems like we just forget how to do that in overtime it's like we go into overtime and the caps brains just turn off and they're like eh, well we're gonna lose anyway so <laughs> and we we really need to work on our three-on-three defense because we've actually been doing pretty well the past couple of games with five-on-five defense but then if we go into overtime our defense just, just completely falls apart so i just I, I want to stop I want to stop going to overtime. That's my optimistic wish. If we continue to go to overtime, my optimistic <laughs> wish is that we actually start winning in overtime. Just screw overtime in general. Yeah, yeah. Does any like Does anybody actually like overtime? I don't. No, no. 
not I I love it if I'm watching two teams that aren't my teams. Fair. Because I get Fair. extra hockey. It's exciting. It's a fun <laughs> dynamic. Um, but when it's when it's my team, hate no. overtime. <laughs> Optimistic wish make Haley like overtime again. <laughs> when it's her own team. Optimistic wish make Haley not have to watch overtime. There you go. At Capitals. <laughs> okay, we're back about Connor Bedard. <laughs> we knew it was going to happen. We might as well name this episode Connor Bedard because I'm probably not going to shut up about him. I want this kid on the Ducks so much more after watching him play in this tournament. Like, I think just thinking about the possibilities between him potentially playing with McTavish and Seagrass is enough to make up for the serotonin that I'm not getting from them this season. Ugh, yeah. So, I, like, at this point, I kind of have to see it happen. And shout out to Connor because he's another player from North Van and um, my mom and my uncle and my aunt they like all grew up in North Van and I wouldn't mind having another North Van kid on Ducks because we saw how it worked out with Korea and it was a fantastic thing for us so I'm just saying I think I think we need him also I mean we do need him but I I think we should get him (laughs) I mean you you absolutely should and I feel like he should be more than happy to come to the Ducks because I agree I feel like they will take him with open arms I feel like oh, yeah. Southern California is not a bad place to live when coming from the Arctic tundra that is Canada. <laughs> Fair. He won't get he won't get as much rain down here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just I want that for you so bad. And now that I'm becoming <laughs> a Ducks fan, I want that for me so bad. <laughs> Could not have said it better myself. That's a very that's I think that's actually a pretty achievable optimistic wish yeah i don't know hopefully i like you just never know how the draft is gonna play out i know are we playing poorly enough to get a high pick yes but it is randomized so i we just gotta keep our fingers crossed i guess and hope that the hockey gods are on our side for at least like one thing this season (laughs) let's just really hope you guys are gonna be lucky ducks (laughs) Ah, snaps and claps for that one i it wouldn't be us if there wasn't a good pun there has to be a pun that makes you just groan and roll your eyes or else it's not an episode of what the chill no (laughs) not at all (laughs) oh gosh okay we would love to hear your resolutions and optimist optimistic wishes for your team as well as your favorite moments from 2022 so let us know on Instagram, message us, comment, or tweet us, tweet us. at WhatTheChellPod. Our Twitter game's kind of weak, so we'd love to mm. have some more interaction on there. Yeah, <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs> okay, speaking about game that is not weak, our three stars. Yes. Was that a good segue? I feel like it was. That was a good segue. We're getting I better try. at this, people. Hang it's in. the mics. It's the mics. It gives us this false sense of confidence, I feel like. <laughs> okay, so our uh, third star of the week is Tage Thompson. Um, he's just a phenomenal player all around, uh, but this week was um, extra incredible um, in the game against the Caps um, the other night. 
He had a hat trick, um, which was great. He had his 30th season goal. He had, um, and he won the game three minutes into overtime, which is already a cool stat, but it's even more special um, because it all correlated with number three uh, to it's almost like he unintentionally honored Buffalo Bills Damar Hamlin, um, which I'm sure you guys have all heard about. So it was just really special to have all of those correlations with the number three um, in the wake of, of Damar's accident. Um, yeah. So that was just really, really, really special. And I am okay with the overtime loss simply because of that statistic. It was really cool. And, and Tej is just an incredible player. So we like that. And as of today... Um, our recording on January 6th, uh, DeMar is showing improvement, and we just hope he continues to have a good recovery and that he can get back to 100% as quickly as possible. 100%. 100%. We're wishing him all the best and keeping him in our prayers. And moving on to our second star, Sidney Crosby was recognized as an officer of the Order of Canada. Um I had no clue what that means, <laughs> to be completely no. honest with you. It sounds but, um, very fancy, though. It is. It's apparently one of the country's highest honors. And um, mm. quoting it, it recognized people of all sec- recognizes people of all sectors of society who have made extraordinary and sustained contributions to Canada. And he's being recognized for being one of the greatest hockey players of all time and for supporting community service initiatives for youth, which is wow. just incredible. Okay, Sid, I see you. Killing the game. That's really, really cool. Yeah, so props to him, because that's that's super cool. I didn't even know that was a thing, and he did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our final star of the week um, is going to Devante Smith-Pelly. Um, he announced his retirement this week, and... Um, we both had him on our teams, so he's been a duck, he's been a capital, um, and he's also played for the Canadians and the Devils. He played right wing. Um, 2014-15 was his first full NHL season, uh, but he was on the Ducks in 2011-2012, um, and he's kind of been on and off in the OHL and the Canadian National Junior Team. Um, he was... Uh, but he still is. He is a person of color, <laughs> which is cool to see on the ice because hockey is not known as the most diverse sport ever. So it's really cool to see players of color out there. And um, unfortunately, because of that, he did experience racism in the league, which we've talked about that before. Just absolutely unacceptable and horrible. Yeah. Um, uh, but he was a really good player. He was a lot of fun to watch. He um, helped the Caps get to the 2018 Stanley Cup. He scored seven goals, including the tying goal in the clinching game five of the Cup, um, which was so, so fun to see. He was one of my favorite players when we had him. And so just like congrats on a a good career. And, you know, we hope he has a good retirement because we both enjoyed watching him play. I feel like you could not have said that better. (laughs) <laughs> I like I don't even really know what to add besides the fact that I just I really really enjoyed watching him play as I was growing up um I think for myself being a POC just seeing someone who looked like me on the ice was a really really cool thing um 
I think, you know, my, my cousin grew up playing hockey as well. And I think for him, it was really important to see someone who looked like him on the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that that's, it was really cool to have him on the Ducks. And then seeing him go and have playoff success on the Caps too was really, really awesome. So um, echoing what you said, we wish him all the best in retirement and just like thank him for being so cool to watch. Yeah, for sure. So. And he was... He's he's a fun guy, so hopefully he has a good retirement. Lots of great plans. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have we'll to have see. To see. I follow him on I follow him on Instagram, so we'll keep up with him. See what he's DSP, doing. DSP. If you need something to do in retirement, hey, we know a good podcast you can hop on. <laughs> Speaking that into existence. Too. I love that. Anytime we mention someone, we're like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? <laughs> okay, but technically, it worked. We have some really exciting people that have mentioned that they would be willing to come on the podcast and talk. So we're just going to keep saying things till they come true. We're going to keep it under wraps for now. Stay tuned because there's lots of exciting things in the new year. Yeah. It's going to be a good year for What the Chell. It will be. Our first full year. I can't wait. So exciting. All right. I think that's it. I think we are about done with this episode. Thank you so much for listening to episode four of What the Chell. And we hope that you will subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on and uh, leave a rating or a review. Um, star yeah, review. Tell us what you think. Yeah. We, uh, we love to hear from you guys. We've heard from some really sweet fans lately. And fans. Fans. Shedding a tear fans. in so many, so many points in this episode. We've heard from some really sweet fans and really great people. We've gotten some awesome feedback. So thank you guys so much. Um, you can find us everywhere on social media at What the Chell Pod. What the Chell Pod. Hey. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We haven't posted anything there yet, but soon. Keep soon. an eye on it. Maybe this week. Wink, yeah. wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> And we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.